Welcome to the World Beyond the Tale, the Page a Day American Gods podcast. I'm your host, James, and today we're reading page 143. If you were me and you needed to get there, how would you go, asked Shadow. Drive. Car died a few miles down the road. It was a piece of shit, if you'll pardon my language, said Shadow. P.O.S.'s, she said. Yep, that's what my brother-in-law calls them. He buys and sells cars in a small way. He'll call me up, say, Maddie, I just sold another P.O.S. Say, maybe he'd be interested in your old car for scrap or something. It belongs to my boss, said Shadow, surprising himself with the fluency and ease of his lies. I need to call him so he can come pick it up. A thought struck him. Your brother-in-law, is he around here? He's in Muscaday, ten minutes south of here, just over the river. Why? Well, does he have a P.O.S. he'd like to sell me for um, five, six hundred bucks? She smiled sweetly. Mister, he doesn't have a car on that back lot you couldn't buy with a tank with a full tank of gas for $500, but don't tell him I said so. Would you call him? asked Shadow. I'm way ahead of you, she told him, and she picked up the phone. Hun, it's Maddie. You get over here this minute. I got a man here wants to buy a car. The piece of shit he chose was a 1983 Chevy Nova, which he bought with a full tank of gas for $450. It had almost a quarter of a million miles on the clock, and smelled faintly of bourbon, tobacco, and more strongly of something that reminded Shadow of bananas. He couldn't tell what color it was under the dirt in the snow. Still, of all the vehicles in Maddie's brother-in-law's back lot, it was the only one that looked like it might take him 500 miles. The deal was done in cash, and Maddie's brother-in-law never asked for Shadow's name or social security number or for anything except the money. Shadow drove west, then south, with $550 in. And that's our page. I had to make a very specific note for myself at the very top of the, my notes that says it's pronounced Muscaday because on the page it looks more like it would be Muscoda, but it is not. And thank you, Google, for correcting me before I could have been wrong about that. Here on the page, Shadow Car calls his car a piece of shit, all one word on the page, and the woman, whose name is Maddie, we find, shortens it to P-O-S, and it's Spelled out on the page, P-E-E-O-H-E-S-S, every single time they say it, and it, uh, it just bugs me a bit. I, I hate it. Green's Dictionary of Slang is wrong for once and states that the term comes from a website published in 2000, but I heard it in the 1997 hit film, Men in Black, though I don't remember if I knew what it stood for when I was 14. I think it wasn't until home video a year later that it clicked in my brain that it was shorthand for piece of shit, and I've loved it ever since. Anyhow, it's neither here nor there. Maddie has a brother-in-law in Muscaday, not Muscoda, who sells POS cars, and Shadow's hoping to get a car for between five dollars and $600. Muscaday, population 1,299, is located in southwestern Wisconsin in both Grant and Iowa counties. The town was founded in 1840 and may get its name from a Henry Wadsworth Longfellow poem entitled Hiawatha, or it could be a butchering of the Ojibwa word... Hmm, I lost it. Mashkode, which means prairie. The town also bills itself as Wisconsin's moral capital and has a mushroom festival every year on Mother's Day weekend. Shadow ends up buying a 1983 Chevy Nova from Maddie's brother-in-law, and it's noted that the entire transaction is done in cash. Shadow's never asked for anything besides the money itself. No identification, no social security card, no proof of license, anything like that. Plenty of places in America where you can get anything you want as long as you have cash, and there will be no questions asked, but small towns definitely seem to have a lot more... I don't want to say illicit transactions it's not it is technically illegal i'm sure but there's just a lot of a lot of cash changing hands because who really gives a shit but hey who knows what maddie's brother-in-law does with these cars maybe it is very illicit the chevy nova i'm disappointed to tell you it does not have a model from 1983 though 
<clears throat> the final car of the fourth generation was produced in 1979, and the car itself wasn't put back into production until model year 1985. So $450 is a pretty good price for a car that doesn't exist. It's noted that the car smells like bourbon, which I approve of, tobacco, which I don't, and an underlying smell of bananas, but I, I, I like bananas, I just don't want my car to smell like it. The internet suggests, though, that if your car smells like bananas, well, there's probably a rotten banana in there somewhere. Shadow notes that the Nova also looks to be the only car that will take him 500 miles, which is great because Muscadet to Cairo is 536.4 miles per Google Maps, and he definitely needs to make that as part of his consideration. Didn't mention it on the previous page because I didn't really notice it until I was scanning the page while I was reading the other one. Maddie is described as immensely plump and bespectacled and was delighted to have someone to talk to. This is one of those other things that I'm going to try and take a more direct notice of when I'm looking at the page. I don't know that I've been paying attention to people's descriptions, but the the immensely plump is delivered seemingly without any sort of judgment or anything else. It seems to be simply an observation. But I'm trying to pay more attention to how the tertiary characters are described in the novel. A lot of times there's a lot of just pretty standard descriptions of people, and I don't know that this is a good thing or a bad thing. I'm just trying to pay more attention to it. I'm also hoping that a tree doesn't fall on me because the wind is blowing very hard, so if you hear any clunking or creaking, well, it's because I live in Weed, California, where it is exceptionally windy today. Get in touch with the show at theworldbeyondthetail at gmail.com or on Twitter at worldbeyondpod. Thank you to Julian Granganage for his version of St. James Infirmary Blues, which we use as our theme. And thank you for listening. I'll be back tomorrow with another page, and remember, only the gods are real.